0: You That's know, it's a lot of how you do stuff
1: going on. So by nu- by way of nuclear <laughs> transfer,
0: <laughs> Yeah, and a mouse. They always stick a mouse. Cells into the mouse. Can you imagine a little woolly mouse mammoth? Oh, that'd be so cute. I guess oh unless there's god. an infestation, then it's not cute. Oh my god! What would mammoth. cats do? What What would cats do? What a cute little pet, the size of a, a woolly mammoth, the size of a mouse. I guess I feel like woolly mammoths got an attitude, though. Yeah, that knocked the, well, the cuteness totally factor fun. off of it. Yeah. Totally fine. Welcome to Hey, You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar,
1: and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Kazmier. Hey, You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is
0: or how it should be. You can listen to Hey, You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday.
2: And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie.
0: So I found this is interesting. We always give short short shrift to the ufologists out there. Yes, I know. To the ufology community. We we do ignore the UFO specialists. So and I can't really put them under tails from Dur because I think that's rude. All right? right, but this is UFOs. So I found this. Who
1: knows? It may who not knows? be scary. It may it not be, be scary. Like, yeah, it could look like a bunch of flowers. Yeah, well, coming that would,
0: out. That would be really cool. Yeah. That never happens. Like a floral invasion. Yeah, <laughs> like an unidentified floral object. Yeah. Um, so I found this is you know qu- firing on all <laughs> pistons for me. <laughs> According to this article, and I'm not 100 percent sure, it was like just a shady website. It says NASA photo <laughs> captures skull of dinosaur-like alien on Mars. It's everything. What? It's everything. It's not dinosaurs. Yes. It's not Mars. Mars. <laughs> um, so a UFO expert claimed to have spotted what appeared to be. I like how they couch it. Yeah. Claim appeared to be a skull of a dinosaur-like creature on Mars. The UFO experts saw the image through one of the photos taken by NASA's Spirit Rover. So, people are doing their own interpretation of NASA's work. What I love mm-hmm. about NASA is they put all the photos out there, they put all the data out there, and they're like, make of it what you will. Yeah. And this guy made of it what he will a and- dinosaur. Isn't it funny?
1: They're like, don't you see a face on Mars? Yes. And it's like, well, that's just a little bit. It dip. could be
0: anything. Yeah. So the claim regarding this, a strange skull-like object was made by Scott Waring of the UFO Centre Blong ET database. According to Waring, he came across the image of the object as he was going through previous photos take of Biden, that NASA took on Mars. He was browsing, and he came across a photo, an object that looks like the skull of a dinosaur, um... Just above the body of the rover, and then I guess the rover crushed it, or it oh, ro- womp, rolled womp. over it, or <laughs> something like that. Uh, Warren immediately accused NASA of intentionally destroying the skull with Come the on. rover.
1: They're not going to intentionally. Why destroy would they do that? Skull. Anything that NASA finds, they're
0: like, great. Yeah, let's get gonna... a picture of it. Let's bring it back. I don't think they really have an agenda. Yeah. I don't regarding, think so. you know, paleontology. Hurry. Crush that skull so nobody thinks that life existed on <laughs> yes. this planet. Even though that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Like they're looking desperately for proof of life. But yeah. no. Um the photo is several prominent features of the skull. You can see an eye, a horn, and a mouth. Because we're humans, we can see an eye, a horn, and a mouth. Mm-hmm. Like we can see a face and anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like mean, a potato chip. See, a potato chip, wood grain, yes. your floor. Yeah, anything. Gone. A stain. Yeah. Um, it says, <clears throat> according to Wearing, the skull before crushed, I guess, looks like it was part reptile, part bird. Oh. Okay, so a raptor of some kind. And he, uh, I was looking through the old Spirit Rover photos when I found this screaming face in the dirt. Like, he's gotten really dramatic with it. It was oh. a skull that was part reptilian, part bird. It could be a fossil, a dinosaur, a creature. Um, If you found this in your backyard, you wouldn't even hesitate thinking it was a fossil. The fact that it's on Mars should rock the world of paleontology. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't the first time this guy has claimed to see something. He said he also saw a carving of a reptilian face on the red planet, and he said he thought it was made on a wall. That was a part of a larger alien structure. Don't know if NASA crushed that also. Probably crushed it. They're like but tear down this wall. Yes, so yes. NASA, take it down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a dinosaur-like alien crushed skull. NASA added again with the cover-ups. NASA, you know. Thank God they're not looking for Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. What is the 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 conspiracy theory
0: that it's all done in the studio that nobody oh, goes yeah, into space? Oh yeah, there's no uh, there's no moon landing. It was just like a Kubrick film.
1: Yeah. So Why? this is probably a state like a set that they're using for Mars. And then there's like a dinosaur. They're like, oh, shoot.
0: I know. Get it out of there. <laughs> Who put
1: that there? It, it it's was like,
0: like also the Jurassic Park set, like Jurassic Park 1. Somebody's kid was there and they left their choice. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, dinosaur-like alien on Mars. Yeah. Um, thank you, Mr. What is the guy's name? Waring. Ufologist. All right. Conspiracy theorist. All right, what do you have?
1: Well... Because we don't talk about Trump enough, I know. and the world is not. I
0: try not to. I know, I try not to, too. Even listen to the news. It's I, so bad. I don't even know the weather anymore. I'm just like, you know, I'll find out when I get out there. Yeah. I just, It'll it, be fine. Really? Like, really I'll, I'll have just, a jacket, I'll have an umbrella. Yeah, I'll do it Northwest time. style, just layer, Yeah, be ready to take off and put on.
1: Yeah, but this is worth talking about. A man is accused of doing donuts on his golf course
0: in New Jersey. That's <laughs> not an accusation, that's a celebration. <laughs> In New Jersey? New Jersey fights back. Yeah.
1: No. So this guy, Richard McCowan, 26, is accused white guy. Yeah. Accused? Did so, he do it or not, the donuts? Oh, he did it. Okay. He is charged with criminal mischief after police said he drove around President Donald Trump's New Jersey golf course doing donuts on the ground. <laughs> nice. was <Well, laughs> he just like, that's
0: it? Yeah. There's no. I This is his resistance.
1: Yeah, it was his Ford compact car. He drove it onto the <laughs> green at Trump National Golf Club in Bed- Bedminster, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, two separate dates, causing more than seventeen thousand dollars in damages. He got
0: on twice. I'll yeah. be back.
1: He says. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done with this donut. That was. It was barely a donut the I'm first bringing, time. I, oh, and I'm bringing the coffee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it said an employee on the course initially spotted a, a Ford sedan on September third. How do you not spot something <laughs> like that on a golf course? Like it's not wait, after hearing loud music.
0: So this guy's playing And <laughs> then, like caddy shocking. He's <laughs> like, What's that? Someone's partying. <laughs> right. He's I'm gonna go shut this down. Good heavens. The Ford <laughs> right, Focus right. Doing Donuts. We've <laughs> got Rodney Dangerfield out there. <laughs> yes.
1: Who's the other guy that was in at The elder guy. Ted oh, Knight. Ted Knight. Ted Knight's like, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> and the vehicle was seen driving in circles on top of the 11th hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then there, he did it again on the 13th hole. He did it <laughs> Nice.
0: Not to and be And he deterred. will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the what's, law. I'm sorry. What is the... Uh, this is America. Is, is there actually a penalty for a white man doing donuts? I feel I like that's not a crime. I feel like it's like he should have been, like, just sent home. Yeah. Like, he should be talked to, go straight home. Straight go straight home. home, no more donuts. That's it. That's it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's, you know? But, but yeah, it, I, I was wondering, because I was like, yeah, it's a young white guy. Yeah, what's going to
0: what's, what's happen? Hopefully nothing. And 17,000. We need more of these gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Out there doing out donuts. There. <laughs> do your donuts. Do your donuts. You know, I want to see some drift, some Tokyo drift on there. <laughs> like just all kinds of antics. Yeah. You know. Everybody, take your yeah. take your vehicles. And in my mind, when you said he was doing donuts, I immediately was like, Is he in a jeep? I is know. he in a jeep? Is he wearing cutoffs?
1: No, he's no. in this Ford or
0: sedan. It's just like a Ford R sedan. He's like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I just can't.
1: This is how I feel. This is how I
0: feel. But
1: he must, he, like, has that story
0: to take to his grave. Oh, yeah, he must have a time of his life out there. He's like, I'm going to keep doing these donuts. (laughs) Because it's the kind of thing it's like, okay, we're going to call the cops, but clearly by the time the cops show up, the donut's going to be over. Yeah. Like, this is not, this is not something that goes on for a long period of time. Yeah, right. Right. And I love that he blasted his music while doing yeah, it too, like, because you know what he's going to get caught, so why not listen to like you know some good metal yeah right. while you're out there? Or Wu Tang, I don't know his life, yeah you know, whatever whatever he's up to.: it's Probably classic rock, yeah, turn it up. yeah <laughs> Like the kind of classic rock you see in a commercial, yes, for yes. a classic rock station, yeah, like starbea, that, that yes. kind of thing. yeah, some stones, some stones, some or steel some wheels. Skinner. yeah some Leonard Skinner, something that just says America. Yeah. With donuts. I like that I'm bringing the coffee. Yeah. (laughs) So I have something here. I actually... This is from, like, legit news. I think this was covered in uh advice but i also saw it in other places okay apparently it says shady wine consultant allegedly scammed wealthy investors out of millions once again like your gentleman with the donuts i give this guy a thumbs up
1: yeah who cares so he he scammed people out of millions so this is what his scam
0: nobody's retirement fund this is their play money it says omar khan i don't even know if that's his real name Uh, met his victims, or his marks, as the lawsuit caused them. Can you imagine being referred to as a mark in in an official paper? Yeah. Like, you are just a POS idiot. Mark. (laughs) You are a
1: mark. Um, They saw you coming a mile away.
0: Well, he did. So he had this business called International Business and Wine Society Events. (laughs) That doesn't even sound like a real thing. He had a website. He's a business consultant. And he describes himself as, quote, arguably... One of the best global consultants and speakers in the world, he's meant. He said he's lived in a dozen different countries. He was born in Egypt, but he's li- like, I guess they got rid of him right away. Yeah, <laughs> he keeps, keeps it rolling. He's a leading innovator, and people say that he says that people say he has an amazing mind, and that his company's client list is a veritable treasure trove. So what this guy was treasure doing was going around and saying to people. Um, Look, there's not, there aren't enough events where rich people could get together, and drink really expensive wine, and talk about business. I think that's called a business meeting.
1: Yeah, I, but, <laughs> I know. So Let's get them together on a larger scale.
0: Yeah. So he said he told people that he had um, a relationship with the uh, Chateau Mouton Rothschild. Everyone says this. This is like, you know, when you're watching, like, a Columbo episode yeah. or, like, a heart-to-heart. Or, like, it's always, like, you know, sh- Lafitte, like, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Uh, Rothschild. Know? Rothschild. So, he said that they, um, he knew Philippe Rothschild and he met his victims at international events and they would have, like, an expensive dinner and ultra-rare wines. Right. which is really boxed wine that they poured into <laughs> yes. a
1: bottle, slept on a label of their making. This is something we could do, Chiquetta. can. Yeah. Uh,
0: they don't know. Nobody would know. They're, they're opening up a $33,000 bottle from 1945. It's probably worth putting on a salad at that point in yeah, my mind. Right. Like, it's not something you would drink. <laughs> but we could take two-buck Chuck, yes. put another label on top. So his the, the shtick was is he would go to investors and say, look, I want to put on these dinners. Mm-hmm but I need all the money up front because the people who are attending these dinners, they're not going to pay money ahead of time, Mm -hmm. even though that's how you put together an event. You sell tickets, and then you put on the event. But you can't ask them for money. So he was asking asking investors to give him um, huge amounts of money um, so that they could have these events, and he was going to put on 27 events in total. I don't know why 27. And that the return was going to be, you know, meant... Many, many times return, like, Mm -hmm. you know, 10 times, like that kind of thing, where you're going to get your money back. Don't worry about it. Um, So through a series of meetings, Khan pitched the business Opportunity, bringing wine and dinner experiences to places like Hong Kong, Bordeaux, London, and Singapore. For each venture, he required his investor to give him the funds before the event. Um, And then, of course, the events never really took place. Um, so there was one guy, so one guy was, you know, gave him more money than the others. And then he started to realize that like, wow, maybe this isn't a real thing. After the, the material, the dinners didn't happen. He tried to get him to join a Bordeaux club, (laughs) which didn't exist either. (laughs) Join my club. Join my club. Um, he said they, he was sued for failing to share the profits from a private dinner. Uh, held in Paris. So he did have one dinner, but he kept all the money for himself. Yeah. So well, you have to show he proof of concept. Do,
1: yes, you have to do one at least.
0: Um, and the, uh, the, then there was another one where they were supposed to have 23 bottles of some incredibly expensive um, wine. And they got actually a vineyard involved and the event never happened. And he ended up having to pay out like $125,000. Um, so they, they interviewed the post interviewed him. Oh. He gave an interview. This this guy's like caught bang to rights, mm-hmm. like it's over, red-handed, all those cliches, like he's busted. They interview him and he said, Well, the uh, he blamed the canceled dinners on cash flow problems that occurred because other investors didn't pay him before the event. He said, This is because of a cash issue, which led people to not being able to have the dinners done and their wines received. Uh- <laughs> yes. to. that's terrible he said we addressed it and we will address it <laughs> we addressed it already and we, we will, will address, address it. it he said to call that a ponzi scheme would suggest that no dinners were done that was absurd there was one dinner there was one out of the 27 so i on one hand i'm like this is terrible on the other hand i'm like who cares you are are bilking people out of money that, obviously, they didn't care about the first place. Yeah. If you, if you think it's clever to sit around and have a $33,000 bottle of wine that you're going to pay for ahead of time. Yeah. And someone's going to promise you that it's going to appear on the table. I don't really care what happens. Yeah. Know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't. I, I don't care I at all. Yeah. And the idea that, like, this guy literally had no business at all. He's just going to say, Katie, I'm going to put together a meal. Yeah. Give me some money. Oh, oh sure. Oh, it's going to happen. This meal's going to There's happen. There's going to be 27 meals. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be 27 meals, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to have incredible wine, incredible food. No. Just give me the money now. No. <laughs> and then you, I do one dinner, and you're like, where's my money? I'm like, ah. Yeah, but just. How, join my
1: club. Yeah, like the other people <laughs> didn't, yeah. The other people didn't give the money,
0: so. Yeah. So it he, couldn't happen. But this guy scammed, he, people have millions of dollars with this. Millions of dollars. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. Again, like the guy doing donuts. Thing. Whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You know. Just do do whatever. Do whatever, sure. Do whatever.
1: Yeah all right
0: i have some advice on advice all right advice and advice is in a segment where we find advice on the internet that stinks and it's unqualified and we improve upon it by giving our stellar advice on advice hence the hashtag that goes with it: advice yes. on advice so what's who is it from it's dear abby oh nice going old school yeah
1: Okay, so dear Abby, I recently attended a friend's party that was being given to celebrate their son's 18th birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: thought it would be is che- that a big one? 18. I guess they can
0: vote. They are drafted. Adult. They're yeah. an adult. Yeah, but you can't drink.
1: Right. <laughs> I thought it would be cheeky and fun to buy him a risque card from an adult boutique, thinking everyone would get a good laugh, and we'd have something to roast the young man with. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he opened the card, he had a look of horror on his face, ran out of the room, all teary-eyed, and went directly to the be- the bedroom. His mother picked up the card and immediately asked me to leave.
2: What was the card?
1: I was really embarrassed but unsure of the reason. I gave them a week or so to cool off. I called back only to be informed by the mother that I had violated her son's sanctity of sexual orientation because he identifies as they
0: and okay. prefers
1: androgynous boys to women. Okay. <clears throat> She went on to explain that... How is
0: someone supposed to know that? I Even know. if you're identifying as they, how are you supposed
1: to know what your actual preference is? Yeah. Okay. She went on to explain that as a result of my indiscriminate sexism, I'm no longer allowed around the family. What? I feel I should have been informed of the child's orientation being such an important aspect of, of his, rather they, their identity. Mm-hmm. And tried to explain it was an honest mistake and it would never happen again. My friend said the damage was done and they can't forgive that kind of arrogance and blatant disrespect for their gender identity and sexual orientation. But they didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was I insensitive for not asking first or should the parents have taken the initiative to inform me so I wouldn't make such an egregious error um, in what I assumed was a well-rounded friendship? Any advice would be great.
0: This is a weird one to me. It's kind of like when people have given me religious gifts and mm-hmm. I'm not religious I just thank them yeah and I put it with the other gifts yeah. like I think it's regard like without getting into the whole gender issue thing I feel like this was poorly handled on the part of the host yeah you have people at your house it's a party be gracious don't yeah. embarrass them you know what I mean like if someone does something that's out of uh, out of line mm-hmm. you don't need to blow it up like that yeah and it wasn't person. like it wasn't an attack it was just maybe in poor taste
1: Right, it was. It, it's in poor taste to give those kinds of cards to, uh, to people, guess, yeah. and like maybe someone who is that young. Yeah, and you're older. That's but weird. Well, to like in a way.
0: the level of fragility on the part of the young person, yeah. they how are they going to operate in the world?
1: Yeah, and on top of that, <laughs> you if know? you're friends and you're invited to the party, I mean, it doesn't the friendship mean anything that you're and you're so willing to just shut it yeah. down. And over not go near the over family, a misunderstanding, it's almost like yeah, you can you could be like you know I'm really angry and we need to cool off a little bit
0: you know mm-hmm. or something. These are like people to, who don't have any other problems. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: Like, <laughs> but to invite somebody, a, a friend of the family to a party for that's a family party. Yeah, they sh- that implies that they're close. Yeah, right.
0: I I, I agree with that. And
1: to have somebody just cut you off after that.
0: But how is this young person going to operate in the world if they are reduced to tears by a card? I know. I know. I know. That's another part of it. So there's a couple of things Maybe I'm insensitive because I'm a black woman, and we have to put up with stuff like this left, right, and center all Mm -hmm. the time. And I can't just cry and run out of the room every time something happens that is, you know, offensive to who I am.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) You have to learn how to deal with these things. Right. It's also just, like I said, it's a party and if you're given a gift or something and it's not, just close it up, put it away and deal with it later. Yeah. You don't need to cause a scene. And run around crying. Yeah, and, then,
1: and I just, I feel like that even after the party was over and they said you can't come back, no longer allowed around the family. Like So precious. Like there's some kind of Danger, Yes. Like a serious danger that you physically cannot be around this family. That's way over the top. Yeah. Well, that's maybe that's where we are.
0: Okay. okay. What does is, what is, um, mm-hmm. Abby say?
1: Let's see. I think one lesson to be learned here is that some people are not comfortable with sexual humor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I am. But. <laughs> Another is that. I'm also not 18 years old and mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, like I'm Gen X. Yeah.
1: Another is that it is a mistake to assume that everyone is straight or cisgender. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry the young person was embarrassed. Your apology should have been directed at them, not their mother. But since the mother has now decreed you pers- persona non grata, you will have to accept it. It's unfortunate. The family overreacted.
0: You might be better off, dude.
1: Yeah. What would have been handled as a simple, teachable moment was blown out of proportion. Yes. Yeah, totally. Blown out of proportion. People
0: have no idea. I think people need to remember, not only do we not know what anyone's gender or sexual preferences are... We really don't know anything. Yeah. We don't know anybody's racial heritage. Mm-hmm. You don't know anyone's religion. Like, you really don't. Like, I always tell this story. I, there was a mm-hmm. woman who I knew for years who I thought was a black woman. And it turned out she was, like, Sicilian and, like, Eastern European. Okay. And I thought she was black for years. Yeah. And I was just treating her like she was another sister. Yeah. And then one day we had a conversation. She was like, oh, no, I'm not black. I was like, oh, you're not? <laughs> She's like, oh, you didn't know? I was like, No. I just... Because she looked like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you
1: know. Don't, no, You don't know. You know. But one thing I do know is that if I'm an adult, if I'm over the age of 30, yes. and there is a party for an 18-year-old, that yeah. person just clicked over into yeah. adulthood. You know
0: what? you? And it's a family party.
1: It's a family party. No. Probably stay away from, like... Th- there's still a big age difference, yeah. and it looks creepy. Yeah, it does look even creepy. Even though that part wasn't even addressed to me, yeah. I, I would not... I'd look at somebody's age, and I'm just like, they're it's inappropriate for me to sure. give them a card. I could give you a card. Of course. And that's appropriate, even
0: if it's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And But, uh, but there, are, there are situations where there are some <clears throat> gifts that we might give each other in public, yeah. and then there are some gifts that we might give each other when no one, you know, yeah. that's yeah. like a funny, lewd yeah. gift that I don't necessarily, no one else needs to see that. Yeah. Like, you don't need to, you know, br- bring out a huge wooden whatever yeah. in the middle of a party <laughs> <know>. with wings. <laughs> right. You know that kind of thing. That's a spray bottle. Like it doesn't. That doesn't have to happen. Yeah. But this, their reaction seems like it's a wooden too thing much with wings and a spray. And a bottle. A spray bottle. I don't that's know. That's a. That's a combo. That's something that you present to someone. Okay. Can't wait for this gift. In the privacy of your own home. <laughs> but yeah, the the it's over. The reaction is over the top. Yeah. I think it's like maybe I'm just coming from my my background of not making guests feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> At a party. Yeah.
1: Especially a friend, and if it's a
0: family yeah. party, just
1: a, the implication is that they're closer. And that this is just...
0: Is nuts. it that... Like, I'll, I'll turn it on its head a little bit. So there have been times in my life where people have thought I was gay, mm-hmm. but I wasn't horrified or offended by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wasn't like, ah, I can't believe you How dare I was a you? lesbian. How dare you? it's just not... I don't know. It's just like, oh, well, no, and that's it. And I'm sure there are, I, I'm not dead yet, so there'll be occasions for people to misidentify me in the future or whatever the terminology is, but I'm not going to, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you going to do? But were they saying it, like, in terms of, like, hey, this is, you know, I've had community. it both in positive or, and, or, and, and negative. And negative, okay. But
0: it's like, okay, that's what they thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah, because you're confident in your yeah. own
1: who you are.
0: And also, it's just not, like I said... I'm, and it's not an insult. We're not of that... Gener- like, yeah, we're not of that generation. Yeah. Like, you know, I think we, unfortunately, grew up with a lot more in-your-face horror. Like, I think about my ancestors sometimes... And the stuff they had to oh, put up with, my God. and then I think about how sen- sometimes how sensitive I am about race stuff that my grandmother would have been like, well, did anybody put a noose around your neck? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, did anybody like put their hands on you? Yeah. Okay, it's horrible that they said something, but it's like let's keep it into let's and, keep it in context,
1: context of of what it could have been and how, yeah. how it's progressed.
0: Yeah. Or how it's and also better. maybe your expectations <clears throat> for other people uh, sometimes you have to temper them.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not everybody has the same heart as you. Not no. everybody is as educated or And
0: as, not everybody is, yeah. you know, sometimes people are old. Yeah. And I'm sure as we get older, the, the, the terminology oh, that we use will be so offensive yeah. to some young person that they will run screaming from the room. Right. But I would hope instead of running screaming from the room, they would take the opportunity to say, like, hey, this isn't this isn't what's being said. Yeah. I ask mm-hmm. my students all the time. I'm like, are people still saying this? <laughs> because <laughs> it, Really? Because it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't want to, you know, go out there and look like an asshole when yeah. I'm just trying to say something that we've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> Since like the I, 90s. you got to keep current. <laughs> I
1: you do. You do. I, I referred to myself, the way that I dressed in my teen years. I was like, I was a guidette.
0: Mm-hmm. And people got upset about and that. People were
1: like, How, uh, you can't say that. I'm like, I'm talking about myself and I'm Italian.
0: I used to tell a joke years ago uh, when I did stand up that eventually we would get to the point where I wouldn't be able to get on stage and make fun of myself without offending other people. Yeah. And we're pro- we're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I probably couldn't talk about my hair Yeah, or my skin. You know, like, things that I think are very personal for, to me without someone else in the audience being like, hey, that's kind of like me.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. How dare you? How dare you? And then run out of the room yeah. screaming. Right. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So I, we report every once in a while, mostly me, though, on extreme sports. Yes. And I thought, there are no more extreme sports How out can- there. Okay. And yet there are.
1: How? I couldn't get past, I mean, once we got into extreme <laughs> ironing. Yeah, well. So what is,
0: what do we have? Uh, power balking. What is power not Yes, that's the article actually says what is, what balking, is power balking. And then how do you power I it? don't know what balking is, but I know what power balking is. It's basically, uh, it's a spring-loaded shoe attached to the foot. So it kind of looks like, uh you know how goat when you see, like, an image of, you know, the devil with goat feet, yeah. it's kind of like those kind of feet, but made out of um, uh, really high-tech material. Okay. You strap it onto your own feet. It's like pogo sticks. Okay. Like recurve pogo oh, sticks. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Spring-loaded shoes attached to the feet. You can catapult yourself through the air. Similarly equated to riding a pogo stick, these stilt-like shoes are strapped onto the bocker. The person does the box oh, oh, the bocker. Okay. One box. That person is called a walker. And you're about two feet off the ground with uh, just, these things just, on your feet.
1: Uh, with them on. And yeah. you're not even moving. You're two feet off yeah. the ground. Okay. Yeah, so
0: it looks like a dinosaur's extended lower leg. The rider can attempt to walk normally. Uh, it can jump. They, they're like, they have springs in them. And you can jump up to six feet. Not only does wow. this sport allow a rider to reach new heights, but they can also skim along the surface of the earth with increased speed. So I watched a video of this. It's creepy looking. So if you were wearing a costume with this thing on, you would definitely look like something, you know, out of a you horror know, movie.
1: Uh, that's going to be some prank videos. <laughs> yes. Somebody's going
0: to, like, dress up in a costume in the middle of the night. But it's really, hard to, it's really hard to do. It's really hard to do. And you can injure yourself very easily. So at the bottom of the the spring-loaded... Um, the foot part is mm-hmm. smaller than a human foot. Like it's yeah. just like a little square at yeah, the bottom I imagine, that, you, like, that you spring on.
1: When you land, it's
0: not that steady. No. So I watched these people running up and down. And the thing is, they never show you when they bust their chops. Yeah. But, I mean, it was pretty interesting. This is a sport um, that power boxing. It says, while it sounds like fun and games, it can lead to serious injuries. The bottom of the spring-loaded legs, there's a small surface area. If you don't land completely flat, You'll fall off completely. Yeah. You can also fling yourself accidentally in the wrong direction. So you're you're jump. You know, I've never used. Have you ever used a pogo stick?
1: Yeah, as a kid. I never and used I never... a
0: pogo stick. It was something I saw in films, and I was like, really?
1: It's hard. A pogo stick is really hard. What is and the it's point that... of it? If you could get a few good hops in, you're I, <laughs>
0: more power. To so use, how can... old were you when you were doing I this? I was like a
1: single digit kid.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you're like pretty. so I think it's safer when you're smaller. Yeah. Because you're already close to the ground. Yeah. But I can't imagine. So this is like, you know, a pogo stick on each leg.
1: Yeah, that's going to be, that's rough. Mm-hmm. But it will
0: make for some fantastic prank videos. For sure. If they, I mean, if they can figure out how to do it. Yeah. So yeah, still like she was power walking, And it's an extreme sport. All right, well, good on them. Yeah, I guess. All right, what do you have? All
1: right. I have here, uh, huh. I just kind of. Can't believe this. It's not it's not really funny, but some <laughs> Colorado schools are getting buckets of kitty litter so students can go to the bathroom during lockdowns if there's an active shooter. Why?
0: Yeah. Because if there is That's the least of my concerns. Well, if they're little kids, right? Just pee. That's what they on do the, anyway. On themselves. Yes. I was a pre K teacher. Yeah. <laughs> they pee on themselves anyway. So, Everyone's going to be freaked out. They're all going to pee. How many buckets are there going to be? Yeah, they said, teachers are asking
1: parents to bring in buckets filled with kitty litter to act as toilets if children are trapped in their classrooms during lockdowns. They're called Go Buckets. Oh, jeez. And these human litter boxes have been added to school supply lists for teachers in Denver. It's an interv- in an interview, they said um, it came, the idea came after um, there was a, pro- a prolonged lockdown several years ago. Mm-hmm. So, in that case, the threat of an armed gunman turned out to be false, but students couldn't leave their classes until police had cleared every room in the building. Oh, yeah, I didn't think
0: about that. I know when they do their drills and things, too. Yeah,
1: and the process can take hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, students were forced to relieve themselves in trash bags.
0: Yeah. As one does when you're traveling on the turnpike. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Why <laughs> don't stop when you're on the dirt bike. People don't. I don't know. I always get out
0: and pee. Yeah, like awesome. I open up both doors. Why don't you just stop
1: at a rest stop?
0: Sometimes you can't. Oh, my God. Yeah. A um, big gulp, apparently, people keep in their cars with that as well.
1: So they're they're opting. The school district is leaving the decision whether or not to use the buckets up to the head of each school. Like they're like, it can
0: happen right I now. guarantee you, some kids going to use that bucket when it's not a lockdown situation. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: Um, and teachers were also provided with first aid kits, toilet paper, kitty litter, and a pop up tent to be used around the buckets when for covering. Okay, that's. A, Oh, little i'm just like this is what is going on in our
0: country i was like i quit nuts pass
1: when when they were like putting a tent in there as well i'm like you're kidding me
0: what we are living in such a a, environment everything is going crazy but you still want to provide the semblance of like privacy for a kid to take a pee during a lockdown situation Yeah. yeah i don't know i don't even know how to I can't... I'm having a hard time processing Yeah, my brain like I'm hurts. like, wow, this
1: bathroom is down the hall. We're living in a civilized society, but our, we're not. No, not but really. we're not. not. This is what we're doing now. this it's, is how I we're mean, handling this. I mean,
0: you know, there's a whole industry popping up around this, yeah. so...
1: Yeah, so we're literally Never te- treating our children like animals. in capitalism. Yeah. 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 So they, um, the school also provided teachers with Sharpie markers... To do what? They already have sharpies. In the event the teachers have to tie a tourniquet to stop bleeding from a gunshot wound, they're supposed to write the time they tied the tourniquet on the student's body so paramedics know how long they've been bleeding. Yeah.
0: You know I I'm done yeah.
1: Pass. This is like we need a huge like a shift in the other direction and now yeah. everybody.
0: I I don't even I mean I'm you know, I, I'm glad I don't have children. <laughs> So I don't have to yeah. like that's the last thing I have to worry about.
1: Yeah. So there's, you know, there's earthquake and tornado and other natural disaster drills, but lockdowns.
0: Well, I mean that like, I was going to get to that too, like, you know, in all the years that I taught, we there were we had no preparedness, mm-hmm. obviously for this shooter thing that was not an issue. But like we didn't have we weren't prepared for any disasters. No. We had no training whatsoever and frequently teachers don't even have first aid. Yeah. And yeah, CPR. Right. Yeah,
1: they don't have those skills. There's so
0: it's something... like this. You know, I understand that they're doing all of this, but like before all of this happens, is every teacher in that school trained on first aid? Is every teacher trained in CPR? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the the basic kind of stuff. That yeah, right. I I don't think so because we didn't so. have to do it. I did. We would do it on our own. Yeah, you would either go to, like, the principal's office or the nurse's office. No, we would go to, I mean, to, for the training. Oh, I mean, for the training, We yeah. would oh, have yeah. to get it ourselves, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, really, you're having us come in here early to listen to some twat go on and on about the new math test, but you don't have time to have, like, someone from the first day, from Red Cross come in, you know what I mean? Right, right, from right. From Red Cross come in and, like, just give us some basic... Yeah, we just have like
1: fire drills, and you know the bells rang, and you walked out.
0: Yeah, but what
1: about some other things that
0: actually might like flood? Mm-hmm. You know, I see nuclear in contamination my, in
1: my town. They do fire drills when it's freezing out, and these kids don't have their jackets. And Why they're little. they do that? They're little, and they're all like, and they're hugging each other. They're standing <laughs> there on the court, they're so cute. which is probably
0: illegal, yeah, as well. <laughs> right. Good grief! Yeah, good luck, America. I don't know what to say. Uh. Pass. Yeah. So we are excited to have our resident intuitive and tarot card reader Marcy, aka Madame Marcy Courier, in the house. Yes, welcome, Marcy. Welcome. Hello. And we're talking. Uh, we're we're thinking about October. It's it's that time of year. Whew. Yeah. And uh, you know, people like to have parties. And we were discussing how you know, since we've known Marcy, the idea of the tarot reading is less associated for us specifically with the Halloween
2: tradition. Yeah.
1: But it's, yeah, definitely. It's, it's a year-round
2: that, yeah, thing. It's a year-round and thing. And there was yeah. a time when I would ex- like, that was sort of when I would expect to be called for a party. Yeah. But since then, I've been at bachelorette parties and weddings and, like, kind of, you know, retirement parties. There are, Okay. Uh, any, you yeah. know, graduation parties, all kinds of stuff. Um, so that's the first thing I would love to say It's like, don't just... Put baby in a corner. Yeah, you no know? yes. kidding. Okay. Spread baby around. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> we went, I'll, just,
1: I'll, I'll interject really quickly. We we went to a thing called a Taste of Magic, where it was a, oh, it was a so restaurant good. hosted a, a, a three course dinner, and magicians came to your table and did magic. I love magic. But yeah. this would be a great thing that too. That would be cool. Yeah, like to have a restaurant yeah. that you go around. Yeah, and read for people. Yeah,
2: yeah. So there's a venue I've been working. With. I've worked with them in the past, yes. and they're a delight. Um, and have, it's been great other times that I've worked with them. Okay. And, um, so the the owner contacted me and was like, hey, or I think I contacted her and just said, hey, if you have any events coming up where you want to read let me know. And that's kind of how we do it. And she was like, oh, well, I've got an eighties party, um, coming up, uh, you know, a month from now, a couple of weeks, whatever it was. Were these people who were adults in the eighties? Kinda. Okay. All right. It's a, like an interesting age group. Do you know okay. what I mean? Cause like. And that, that factors into this story. Okay. So, she's, so it's like 80s party. And one of my favorite things, and this is good for anybody who ever wants to have a party, I love wearing costumes and making headdresses and dressing up. I didn't like, know I, that. Yeah. One of my okay. favorite things is, like, is uh, headdress fabrication. Um, if you go on my Facebook, there's all kinds of pictures of me in like, giant flower headdresses. I had and no I idea. See, we're I very think, casual I you in liked, the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're very casual right. here. I
0: thought
1: so you, you liked hats. Know. I think I saw pictures of you in hats, but I'm not sure.
2: Kind of, but they're mostly, they're not really hats. They're all headdresses that okay. I've made. You should have a headdress um, party. We should. It's so fun. I love a headpiece. Um, okay. And I just, I really like making them and it's enjoyable. This was not a headdress occasion, but I do enjoy a themed event. Okay. And I will happily, like, get on Get board. into it. Yes, exactly. I love a theme. So, I guess I'll set the stage. Mm-hmm. I um, The mise-en-scene. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, crush silver, crush velvet, silver jumpsuit. Nice one piece. Okay. Okay. Very large earrings, multiple bracelets, blue eye shadow. Okay. High side pony. Okay. All right, 80s. I, So I brought it to the high side pony. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> I get there, and she's like, "Oh, we're not gonna have you in the eighties like room. Okay. We're gonna have you over here, and like." I'm 41 years old, and so, and my my alpha was not so over the top that I could not have just been dressing in my own personal style. Yeah, plus, <laughs> in this day and age, yeah. in this fashion economy, everyone's wearing everything. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, I no longer was the on theme entertainer for the event, I was the random woman who came from a in the high side, yeah. Tony. <laughs> yes. like, yeah. With no context, yeah, and so like that was already kind of like, all right, this isn't all that fun I like that without a context. You're yeah. like what no, is, this is the get up. Yeah. Is she This doing? is not an outfit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I'm not just here. Yeah, it's a costume. And so, so like I'm like, all right, that this like I felt uncomfortable. You know, like yeah. I didn't feel great in my skin. In the jumpsuit. Yeah. And the blue eyeshadow. Yeah. And the high side pony. <laughs> my hair is really long. I don't know if people know that, but, like, when my hair's down, it goes almost to my butt. Wow, So it's okay. a high... It was a serious... Side It wasn't pony. discreet. Yeah. yeah no. You were, you were. And a scrunchie. Oh, wow. You yeah. went there. I okay. went there with the a okay. scrunchie. Okay. Then. All right. Okay. So, then, it also turned out that there had been no marketing or announcement that I would be there doing tarot card reading. Oh, Surprise! my Surprise! Which means that no one is there for a tarot card reading. Yeah. Which means that if, if there's to be any interest, I need to generate it. Which is fine, kind of. Like, it's not my favorite thing, and I actually will not take gigs like this anymore. Um, but it extra sucks when I'm 42 years old, questionably dressed in like, a roller derby outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and you're supposed to be, people are, so it's a, a tarot card reading, right. but you're dressed like Xanadu. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And you've got to now go into the party and extract people And come
2: and even into the party around the bar where people are hanging out, just having a good time. They're, they're be, not there for the tarot card you're reading. You're supposed to drum up some business. So you're going to be like, yes. hey, yes. now
1: that you got the drink, follow me. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about yourself. Hi,
2: would you like a tarot card reading? With <laughs> my high side pony, high side pony, yeah, and, <laughs> jumpsuit. And then the other thing is, and I think people don't like always recognize this, but not everybody's into tarot. Yeah. And the people that aren't into it, a lot of times, are not into it. Like they're scared of it. Mm-hmm. They're offended by it. They have it. some religious, yeah. Like, they have cultural, cultural. yeah. It's like yeah. religiously offensive to them, yeah. And it puts me in an odd position because this is me. And so while they, like, I know that when they're acting, you know, like, this is the most abhorrent thing that's ever been suggested to them, that they're not finding me personally abhorrent. Yeah. They are treating me as though I am abhorrent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, rejecting the, the gift that I have to offer the world mm-hmm. as though, how dare I have offered it? You know? like Yeah. And then, so even, even though you're no, working. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot. And you're that's supposed like, to be there.
1: You were invited mm-hmm. to be there. You're being yeah. paid to be there.
2: Well, and offer a certain. If I can get the readings, I'm getting paid to be there. That was the other mistake that I made. Oh. And no. we no longer work for a per person fee anymore either. Okay. Um. So, like, that's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, it was a tight crowd. Like a lot of times, you'll get. Let me just say, like middle aged white people. Hmm. It's not nothing, always, that's not a bad term, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. <okay. laughs> it right. right. I think like, like, an angry
0: male from the Middle-Aged White Association. Right. How dare you? Oh, As okay. um, a middle-aged but white they, person.
2: But they're not Plush. necessarily the group of people that are ready to jump into something that's unexpected to them. Yeah. right. You know what I mean? Like, and so... These people need preparation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to give them a heads up. You want yeah. to kind of, like... Warm them up a little bit. Yeah. They have to let the idea soak in a little before yeah. they take a step. Plus the high
0: side ponytail. Yeah.
2: And, the, yeah, I mean, I'm not making a great impression. And I'm annoyed, you know, by this time I'm I'm like, you want to fucking, and not really. But, like, yeah. I'm mean, at this point, like, it's taking all I have not to be like, why don't you get a fucking reading? Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Just let me
0: flip a card. What the fuck?
2: Yeah. Like, and I didn't do or say any of them. Well, at that moment I did not do or say any of those things. So... <laughs> People are kind of, like, they're curious, but then they're all looking... Like, because they still act like high schoolers. Mm-hmm. They're looking at their friends to be, like... For cues. Like, is it okay? You know, will you judge me? You know, whatever. And then they're not getting a reading. Mm-hmm. So there's one lady, and I can tell, like, she's into it. And any sort of field like this, you know that if you get the one person... Like, I know if if she gets a reading from me, I'm busy for it's the rest cascade. of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if she doesn't, I'm sitting... In my high side pony, waiting for nothing. Okay. And so, I'm, she's sitting there, and she's talking to her husband. I think she was asking her husband for money, you know, whatever. And, um, no judging. Not at all. Yeah. Well, for, um, <laughs> for the reading.
1: <laughs> you know. And so,
2: um, he starts saying, it's stupid.
0: Loud. Loudly. It's stupid. So, these are classy, middle-aged white men. Yeah. They're
2: all, he's like, <laughs> what did he say? It's, it's a farce. It's a joke. It's all As, made up, and you can hear that you're standing right there. I'm, I'm a, I'm let's say two and a half feet maximum away. Please tell me that you, hang on. Yeah. Oh, no So, <laughs> just and I'm sitting there, up. and like again, but also I will add like some gas money at least, right? I, you know, I, had, I had bought a snack, and I was like, well, maybe I can recoup. Yeah, yeah. Because have and a like, gig. It is completely on me to be in that I've gotten myself into. Sure, position, but you see, know what I you mean. You know, you're yeah, expecting also work. just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so, and he's like, he's like, it's they're all liars. Like, he's just saying, you know, they're con artists. Like, just shouting this stuff. And I'm listening, and I'm just, and I'm watching my money float away, too. Right, yeah. You know, yeah, on yeah. top of everything. And also, he's maligning, like, my profession. And it's rude. By yeah. association, me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's ignorant. It's ignorant. Because he's not correct. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's
0: not. But even if you don't like something, like you don't say it to your it. partner
2: quietly. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, if you don't like, it, yeah, exactly. if you don't like it, fine. So you know, and so like that. That was like my one reading that would have maybe turned into three or four or five readings, and that kind of I watched it go by the wayside. I watched him, and I could also see that she was really interested and curious. She was probably like, like, "Oh, great! This is awesome! I can get a reading yeah. here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I guess not. And, yeah, like, because that's sometimes people do, like, they'll approach it like it's this wonderful treat. Like, oh. Yeah. And that's that's how it should be. It's unexpected. Yeah, like this neat opportunity. That's Mm -hmm. it. There's nothing else going on. You have a neat opportunity. Why not take it? So I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. In my mind, I imagined getting up and politely walking out the door. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What happened instead was that I (laughs) got up and I found myself face to face with that man. And I was like, you know what? I heard what you said. Like, Good. Said, Good for like, you. In your jumpsuit. my jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> with a high-side pole. Looking like, very authoritative. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I have the finger out. You know, yeah. I've got the, the, the index finger. The finger, finger of justice. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, first of all, you know, once you start with first of all. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I am not a fraud. I have been doing, you know, and like, there's not a lot of class in that. Like when, when I find myself, you know what, but you were pushed to that. It really, when the finger comes yeah. out and the neck starts yeah.
0: to move, it's because you had to. Yeah. yeah because Nobody I wants think. to do that. <laughs> right. You know? And sometimes
1: you have to speak out. Sometimes you know you. Everyone thinks, so. Oh, it's the it's the uh,
2: you take the higher road and be sure and your that class is inside. like normally the pressure that I right. put onto myself. Yeah, you know but I mean? sometimes it
1: Sometimes you have to just go. Yeah,
2: but it, it was it. just like I was like you know this. I was like this is my livelihood. This is my life. You have been very rude whether you know it or not, whether you care or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a person, and it's not okay to treat people like this. And I think he ended up apologizing, but I was just, like, I'm not hearing it and, and left. But the, it helped me get really clear that I don't do gigs like that anymore. Because okay. my favorite, and I think the most appropriate way to treat a reader of any kind is as the special invited <laughs> guest that's bringing something extraordinary to your event.
0: Yeah,
1: and you know to I let mean? the yes. yeah,
2: and to let the guests know what this story is. Yeah,
0: that's but that's for any entertainment, mm-hmm. any anything. Yeah. You, like you, you don't go to a party and there's an opera singer. You're like that's shit. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, you call that an aria? Like, yeah, just,
2: yeah it's just, that would just be a rude way yeah. to treat the person. Yeah, just yeah. go
0: along with it. If you don't like
2: it, fine. It'll be over it, soon. Yeah.
1: It's just a, if it's it's entertainment, then if that's yeah. what you think, just. I guess it
2: reminds me of like when I would run the the music open mic, and um, people would come in and roll their eyes and groan loudly and go, It's open mic night! (laughs) Then leave. Out. I went we to a terrible
0: to. open mic uh, at a local bar a couple of nights ago, and we just quietly sat in the back and kept our conversation to a minimum. And you know what? 75% of it was bad, but there were a couple people who got up there and brought down the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, cool, at least just be respectful. We could have just gone to
2: another bar. Yeah. Like if it was that bad. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. And just, you know, it's never really all that cool to just. Randomly insult someone that you don't know. Yeah. No, like no, that's not, not generally. So, and I'm yeah. not super like yeah. a big fan of like societal rules. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not imposing some sort of. No, that thing. guy was an asshole. But we don't need to treat people like that. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. So this is how not
1: to have a yes, party. So have to a have... good one. Hire your uh, well, your reader. Well, the best thing
2: is to have people that are already interested. That like the tarot reader should not have to convince anyone yeah. of anything. People that are already interested, and what I've really enjoyed that's worked really well is where people have, um, like, they've signed up for their own mini reading and they've paid ahead of time. And oh, that's a an good idea. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's, and really that's how good. I do it now. Like, if like say you wanted to have a party, at Jaqueta, you would email your, you know, ten favorite friends, and then send them the link that I'll give you. And they can sign up and book, and I get the money, and then we're. I don't have to do anything. No, do so that's a really great way to do. I like it. that. Yeah. That would easier for the Do planner. they just like hire you and pay you a flat fee? Is that a That's
0: option? also an option. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then you work like it's hourly or something like yeah. that, or yeah, for, and for the event. Yeah. yeah. Right. Usually, and that's what a it is, there's like a it.
2: rough. My rough is like um, like at 150. Is like a rough hourly rate, mm-hmm. but that'll include travel and setup and. Like once we get into more hours, we kind of so what do create we flat fee. if we were if Katie and I are throwing a party and we wanted to invite a reader, what do we have to have for them? A table and a chair, which are two chairs at least. Um, and you'd think that that should go without saying.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't. It yeah. does. but that's why I
2: ask. And the table and the chair should be of appropriate height okay. to each other. So not here's the footstool and our coffee table. Do you think you could make this work? Not that. Okay. And do um, you do you need um, space? Do you need do you it's prefer really, it to be away? I do both ways. Like I love doing it in the group with everybody around because okay. one of the things that happens a lot is I if I'm doing a reading for someone and it's super spot on, the person I'm reading for usually goes into kind of like this like tight, stiff, quiet mode. Like they just sort of show up. Yeah. But when their friends are around, their friends are, like, riotously laughing and hitting them and shouting. And It's and funny because it's true. It's really nice yeah. to get that feedback and be like, oh, like, so this is really spot. Because I know when I'm on, like, internally, there's an alignment yeah. that I can feel. But those people but know, I don't know the person that you're reading exactly. and they're and, like, yeah. And I don't really it. know what's going on in their life. I yeah. just know the patterns that are showing up. And so having then it, it's really fun. It ends up being kind of um, intimate, and it can be really bonding. And then often in a group like that, I know for me, at least, and I would imagine it happens anytime there's a group reading like that, is, like, you ask a question and we have messages that come through for you. Katie might suddenly go, oh, you know what? That applies to my situation. And so that's really cool. Mm. And it's a really nice way to sort of, like, build connection and rapport. It works great at, like, a bachelorette party okay. where you might have Different friend groups coming together to all be in the wedding party, and um, just having that as like a nice icebreaker is like a cool thing to do. So this is the time of year when,
0: popularly, people say the veil is thin. Yes, but it's also that's a time a fact. that's a
2: real true thing.
0: Um, it's also a time of renewal. Mm-hmm. So what kind of what kind of general question could we ask that refers to this particular okay. time of year to the salon or?
2: However you want to... We could just ask the cards, what What should we know about this time of year? All okay, right. what okay. should we know about this very special time of year?
0: Let's see. Often mispronounces Samhain. When I was a it's kid, a I knew that. that way. I started, was well, it? how do you pronounce it? Well, the, M and, the M and Samhain. H is a W in, is it, is it Gaelic? It might be. Or Gaelic? Sawin. Samhain, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Basically, what we're seeing, we have the Knight of Wands reverse for this <clears throat> period of time, which is kind of pent-up energy that there's not that summer release for anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, we get used to having a lot of energy that we're, like, putting out there mm-hmm. and expressing. And so we can expect that it's going to kind of create a frazzly sort of thing. And we're moving from fire energy of summer to earth energy of fall. Okay. And so you can feel the difference between those two things, right? Like, yeah. Like, and, and it makes sense because, like, if you think about you have a fire, what's left over is earth, right? It becomes ash, which then becomes earth. Um, and basically what the cards say is we have all of this pent-up energy from summer, you know, and, and kind of early fall still has that big, exciting transitional feel. Yeah, but as yes, we move in, a tough yeah. time of year. Yeah. yeah, and as we move into October, we know we're heading into winter. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. it's it's not that exciting change energy even anymore. Um, and so there's just there's kind of we just have to roll with it. That's the main thing. The the overall advice, the Eight of Wands, is to just roll with it. To, and and I think when we can bring our awareness to the fact that it's people are going to be hyped, you know, and there's there's extra energy that no longer has the outlet that it's had for the last yeah. four, five, six months. We just need to be prepared for that. We need to be aware of that. And then the general advice, Page of Cups Reverse, is that we need to. Like deal with our feelings, okay. Um, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like get be willing to connect with our inner child and be adult about this type of transition. The little kid in us is like, I want summer, I want summer. It's like not wanting to go to bed, you know. And like as we grow up, we're like, okay, I'm going to go to bed now, as opposed to like trying to stay up all night. That's kind of, if we think of summer as day and winter as night, this is saying, yeah, get ready to go to bed. That's reasonable. Can
0: I ask one more question about yeah. this at so this time of the year? Um, how does the harvest moon figure into this? I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll, I'll cut that out. All right.
2: Well, thank you, Marcy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And if people want to uh, re- reach you, where can they reach you? They can always text me, eight six zero eight two three eight six zero five, And all of my information is at metamarcy.com. All right. All right thanks thanks very much. Thank you so you play bass keys drums guitar sing lead or rap horns too looking for a place to go saturday night 8 p.m That's to 12. It. funkadelic studios y'all a fully equipped rehearsal yes. studio it's got everything you need to jam
0: yes. what you waiting on 209 was 40th street yes. come one come all and you can bring your yes. bandmate yes. lover or friend yeah come and prepare to jam, jam. Exactly. Um, so, they're still trying to bring this woolly mammoth back to life.
1: Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, to recap, they found the pieces sir, of a woolly mammoth yes. pretty much preserved. In and
0: they're trying to reanimate okay. the cells because they saw the movie and they learned no lessons. So, it <laughs> says the woolly mammoth is long gone, having been pushed to extinction, but in recent years there's been no shortage of efforts to bring, to bring the woolly mammoth back. Mm-hmm. As it were, um, it says they're not talking about Jurassic Park esque cloning. Yeah, because they don't have the technology I mean, for that they yet. Can't, yeah. But that's but what they're... they all want to do. They saw the movie, and they this won't is a top. generation of scientists who grew up watching that movie and were like, and they totally missed the point. Missed the point.
1: Did not
0: do this. Did not, not do this. this. Oh, we got to do this. So in 2010, they found a mammoth, and they're calling it Yuka. I don't know. That's a dumb name. My name is Yuka. I don't know. Uh frozen in Siberia in 2010 and it's been lying dormant and some of uh Japan's top scientists have managed to bring the biological material back to life. Oof. Oh again. Like none of this is good. Um CNN reports a 90-year-old uh Japanese biologist has been waiting for the opportunity to sur- to resurrect the mammoth. He better hurry up. Yeah. Unless, really, what he's working on is figuring out how to, like, keep himself alive. Maybe he's going to merge himself with the mammoth. a mammoth.
1: Right. Yeah, he's going to inject the cells of yeah. the mammoth into him,
0: and it's going to be gonna mammoth, grow man. Tusks. mammoth man. Mammoth yeah. man. Mammoth. I <laughs> like it. He's a part of a research team to harvest biological samples <laughs> from yucca in the hopes of bringing them back from the brink. I don't know why they want to bring these mammoths back. So he's going to be... Kill, a, we're what killing stuff we have now, here. Oh, yeah. It's he, like six, like.
1: Really? In the past, like, 50 years, we've killed off 60% of the
0: species on the planet. Yeah. And now we're trying to destroy the rainforest for a quick buck. Uh, but no, let's bring the mammoth. Let's bring the mammoth he's back. He's going to grow a lot of hair when he, <laughs> when he splices himself
1: yes! with the mammoth DNA. He's going to start running. Oh, God. And
0: then he's just going to
1: stampede. Yeah. And the tusks are going to be, like, in the way. But I think he's not going to be very big. Yeah. Oh, he's well, going to be,
0: like, three or four feet tall at the yes. shoulders. Yes and for some reason in my lunch still wearing glasses. Yeah. Still very much, you know, concerned about science. Yeah. Uh so they said we recovered the less damaged nucleus like structures from the remains and visualized their dynamics in living mice uh octi- oxides? I'm not sure what that is, after nuclear transfer. None of that sentence I was read again. Yeah. yeah. We Wait, we we police. recover the less damaged nucleus-like structures from the remains and visualize their dynamics in living mouse cells after nuclear transfer. You and know, it's a lot of how you do stuff
1: going on. So by nu- by way of nuclear <laughs> transfer, yes, and a mouse. They Always stick a mouse cells
0: into the mouse. Can you imagine a little woolly mouse mammoth? Oh, that'd be so cute. I guess unless oh my there's god. an infestation, then it's not cute. Oh my god! What would have, cats do? What? What would cats do? What a cute little pet—the size of a a woolly mammoth, the size of a mouse. I guess I feel like woolly mammoth's got an attitude, though. Yeah, Uh, that knocked the cuteness factor off of it. Totally fine. It's like I'm not cute. Gore. Yeah. Uh, So they took the heart of the uh, dormant but damaged mammoth cells and swapped them into living mouse reproductive cells. That's the nuclear transfer part. So they just took the cells and put them into a mouse. Um, Against all odds the cells began to wake back up, bringing a tiny bit of woolly mammoth back to life and probably a very angry and confused mouse in the process. Yeah, no kidding.
1: Like, what's going on? This is like an ancient, ancient
0: species. It's not going to be. It's not Planet of the Apes. The future is Planet of the Mice, and they have had it. Um, However, as promising as this might sound, and it doesn't sound promising to me at all, it's a far cry from actually reviving these species. There are other major major hurdles that need to be overcome. Of course, like the fact that, yes. you know, you're trying to bring back a gigantic woolly mammoth and all you've done now is just inject a mouse with some dusty old cells. <laughs> like, Way to go. So they have to find, they need to find a better mammoth. A frozen mammoth. We don't even mammoth. know what mammoths ate. How are they going to feed this thing? I don't know. Um... They said, actually, this nuclear transfer technique would not be sufficient for cloning or resurrecting, but it could serve as a foundation for future efforts to bring the species back from the dead. It's not just bringing it back from the dead; it's more than that. This is not night of the living mammoth. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's not like, <laughs> like that mammoth is now alive again. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're still working on this, bringing back this mammoth. All they're going to do when they bring it back is is probably hunt it to extinction.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and, test you know? it and test it more, yeah instead yeah.
0: of testing it uh, bizarre yeah like there's a little little old Japanese mammoth <laughs> mouse scientist yeah <laughs> it's, that's what we're gonna get it's gonna be a good movie yeah all the big brains all the big brains people for sorry, some the bar- revenge <laughs> well, it's getting hairy out there Man, it's getting hairy out there. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Print it. <laughs> okay, what do you have? I have some barnyard news. Barnyard news. Oh, we just did a little barnyard news, maybe. Barnyard news is a segment where you talk about animals in the barnyard and animals not in the barnyard mm-hmm. and some of those made with nuclear transfer.
1: Yes. Okay. So what do you have? This one is about crocodiles.
0: Oh, awesome. And
1: they are thriving outside a nuclear power plant.
0: And they live in their best crocodile life.
1: They are living. Yes, they are. They're <laughs> yes. living in a, a reptilian utopia. <laughs> That's what they, so, um, so yeah, it's the Turkey Point Nuclear Generating Station. Oh,
0: yeah, I've heard of this place. Yeah, so... Aren't there some issues with Turkey Point? Oh, sure. Aside from the name. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to jive Turkey Point.
1: So, um, so uh, anyway, so they, they were um, crocodiles. They were kind of like the population was dwindling in the 70s due to overhunting and habitat destruction.
0: Also shoes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, shoes and pe- and bags. And they okay. said the American crocodile, a hulking but shy reptile. Excuse me? I was like, I don't know. Oh, okay. I and, Sir? Yeah, <laughs> that made, once made its home through the mangroves. In Florida? Uh,
0: in South Florida. Okay. yeah. So and now those mangroves are condos. Yeah. It's hard to hulk when you have all those old people around. <laughs> and when they're, Especially when you're shy. Yeah, when you're shy. Good God. Good Lord.
1: And so, anyway, but just... Uh, what happened here? Turkey Point's nuclear generating station located around 25 miles south of Miami mm-hmm. spotted crocodile nests among the plant's
0: man-made network of cooling canals. Okay. Spotted? So, yeah. Like, how little attention are they paying yeah, to this nuclear know. power plant that they don't know. know that there's like a, a bunch of, you know, potential shoes and bags. I know. And, and you know.
1: So the cooling canals all, are all around it. Mm-hmm. and That's perfect nothing, for them. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah it's,
0: it's so they're fun. like, why haven't we not been here before?
1: Yeah, in one week, uh, 73 c- crocodile hatchlings made their way out into the world.
0: Wow. Were they and, glowing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is what I'm wondering, too. But a female American crocodile can lay between 30 and 50 eggs. Mm-hmm. and But they're not all supposed to make it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, most of them don't make it due to... Um, uh, predators,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, fish, gulls, birds, crabs. Um, but at Turkey Point, they are thriving.
0: <laughs> they have no predators there? Yeah. They're, the fish are like, we can't hack it here. These are some of the oldest, you know, they're living fossils, they call them, so the oldest creatures on Earth. Yeah. They ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. If they can thrive in a nuclear... <laughs> environment filled. With, first of all, it's Florida. Second of all, it's Florida and nuclear waste. They're they're going to be chilling. They're going to be fine. And yeah. on top
1: of that, guess who else is joining them? Huh? uh Snakes, otters, raccoons, and manatees. They're all taking up really there. Yep. Yay. Yeah. Because and also there's not, otters. And one of the other reasons why it, there's not a lot of human interaction. Great. Nobody's bugging them.
0: No one's bothering them. They're probably chilling. It's like a party over there. Yeah. The whole scene.
1: Yeah, so pretty much all the wildlife goes to those areas and can they just go there and nobody bugs them. Yeah. But I do wonder with all the the waste. The waste and whatever what how are they being changed?
0: I've really I'm always suspicious of nuclear because I feel like you know, because we have demonstrated a pretty strong disregard for the environment in general. I feel like nuclear power plants are just pumping waste out the back. Like, I don't think yeah, they care. I, I don't think, don't. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I think they're just like, whatever. Well, we won't be here when they figure I, I it out. Think about any company
2: and how yeah. they do business yeah. and what they throw away. Why would a nuclear power
0: yeah. plant have any kind of uh, stewardship of the, you know, like, have yeah. any re- corporate responsibility? Like, why would they care?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sure it's just run by Dick Cheney. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they do. To canals were leaking into the Biscayne National Park, and that drew attention. Um, But they the issue did not address possible threats to human and wildlife.
0: and the you could just pay someone off to not address any of those things.
1: A a judge ordered the plant to clean up its canals. Who
0: knows? And and when? Okay. And where are they going to put the the refuse from that in the canal? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like they're gonna put it back? Like, where is this? Where is this waste so, supposed to go? I know,
1: and they, they're supposed to keep these the the power plant operating until twenty fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so and it's already a lot of, old. It's AF. old. There's a lot of environmental concerns. Of course, there's the whole thing. So, well, the concern yeah. is that someone will find out and they'll have to pay. Yeah, <laughs> like there's, that's the concern. Um. Bizarre. So
1: yeah, so it's just uh so we got to keep an eye on those crocodiles and what's going to happen with all those all the wildlife
0: there. I I mean, I like the idea of just some really big otters coming out of there. Yes. <laughs> like just like like you know, man-sized. I want the manatees to get grow like arms and legs and then come, and crawl, crawl onto crawl the land. Out onto
1: the land. And be like, "You want a piece of me?" Right. And then they could go back in and swim.
0: I like the idea that because we always think of them as ha- being friendly, but what if they're badass? What if they just did, like, their physicality has stopped them from really acting out the way they would like to.
1: Well, what I learned about manatees, like, they're very, they're gentle. They don't want to hurt you, but they want to play with you. Mm-hmm. And so if you get in the water with a manatee. They will squash you. They will start playing with you and take you down under the water and, like, like ho- horse around with you.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you drown.
1: And the, you <laughs> drown, and then also they'll bring you down to the, the floor of the whatever,
0: wherever you are, and mm-hmm. they'll squash you
1: because they think that they're playing
0: are you sure they think that because yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty like not like playing yeah <laughs> maybe they just can't frown or scowl and so we're misinterpreting yeah, maybe <laughs> that's what yeah. i'm thinking